Foggoers and welcome to this week's episode of the In The Hub podcast, brought to you by Playbox Technology UK. Today, I'm joined by Daniel De Beer from Solution Centre. Since 1997, Solution Centre has been the go-to supplier and technology partner for all things Apple in Zimbabwe. Since then, they've greatly expanded their technology product portfolio recently becoming an official dealer of Playbox Technology Software and Systems. Really hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the In The Hub podcast, Daniel. How, how are you doing today? I'm good. How's it going on your side? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, mate. Not too bad. Um, so I think we'll just get started straight into the questions then, if, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So just for some context before we do start, Daniel, um, how did you and, and Solution Centre itself come to be involved in the broadcasting industry more specifically? Uh, well, basically, Solution Centre's background is, is in IT. Um, and we're actually an Apple, Apple authorized reseller. So what we've found over the years is that Apple has opened all sorts of doors into, into other verticals for us, um, into other sectors, uh, things like printing, things like networks, um, all of that sort of thing. And when it came to, to the broadcast side, um, it was predominantly Adobe, in fact, that sort of got our foot into the door on, on that side of things. And sort of from there, it just sort of snowballed. Um, and one of the other verticals was obviously um, networking. And as we know, in, in the modern broad, broadcast industry, networks are very, very big parts of any, any sort of um, production setup. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's good that you guys had this kind of background going into it. And, and do you think that you'll be involved in this industry for the long term? You know, what, what has been your kind of first impressions of the broadcasting industry? Yeah, d- definitely. Um, we we intending to be in, in the industry for, for as long as possible and probably indefinitely. Um, and it's been really great to learn and watch how the industry itself is, is evolving. Um, we are one of the only, if not the only SI in, in Zimbabwe. So we're sort of uniquely poised uh, as, as far as that goes. Um, but I mean, it is, it's a diverse industry, a lot to offer, many things to learn and many different facets that really just spark the interest. Yeah. And it must be quite a good position to be in, um, being, you know, the only SI based out in Zimbabwe. Um, almost like you've just been chucked straight in at the deep end, isn't it? Basically. It is in a way it's, it's, yeah, (laughs) it's nice in some ways, but it's also a bit difficult because, we no longer compared with sort of local or regional SIs. We now thrust onto an international stage. So we compared with the sort of big players internationally, not just sort of regionally. So it's keeps us on our toes. I can imagine it's very fast paced at the moment. Um, exactly. Yeah. So what is the, the background of Solution Center and, and what solutions did you guys typically provide? Basically, uh, the, the Apple Apple side of things has sort of launched us into the, the tech and IT space. I mean, we've deployed quite a few networks into schools, corporates, banks, um, that sort of thing. Um, we're in a HPE Aruba partner. So those are the sort of high-end enterprise networks that we're deploying. Um, as I mentioned, the Adobe got us a foot in the door with the broadcasters because they'd come to us for, for editing solutions and then sort of say, well, do you have cameras? Do you have this? And then Canon came to the, to the game. Um, and then soon after that, Blackmagic. Um, and sort of Blackmagic has really opened the door to, to not only broadcasters, but um, producers and your, 
even podcasters, YouTubers, that sort of thing. Talking about moving into broadcasting and getting involved in that kind of space, um, broadcasting itself and, and TV in general in Zimbabwe, what is the current broadcasting landscape like there and, and how is it changing? Um, well, at the moment, it's it's changing very fast. But up until end of 2020, it was very, very bare. We, there was only one TV channel in Zimbabwe and that was run by the state broadcaster. Um, and what happened in 2015, SADAC um, created a directive that all SADAC countries needed to be on a digital platform um, by 20, 2015. And that's obviously fallen behind and not quite on par, but um, there have been moves to to get onto this onto the digitization. Um, the first step was obviously the government uh, putting up uh, digital base stations across the country, and then at the end of last year, end of 2020, the government announced um, new TV licenses which basically meant that we'd be going from one TV channel in Zimbabwe to 12. Um, six, six of which would be owned by the state broadcaster ZBC, and then six of them would be independent um, TV channels. So that's that's really sort of got things moving. And the mandate with those licenses was that the TV stations had to be up and running within 18 months of the licenses being um, handed oh, out. Wow. So yeah, that's a <laughs> very short that's turnaround time. That's a huge ask, there. isn't it? it? It's a big ask. It's not impossible, but it is a big ask. Um, yeah, but what it sort of really has also done is it's opened up the the landscape for producers and content creators, because traditionally where you had one TV station that was sort of holding a monopoly, you've now suddenly got a whole lot of different um, platforms for the the content creators to to showcase their their, their products, if you can call it that. Um, and what what we found before is that. The, the content creators and producers were going straight to YouTube because they didn't see the the audience on, on the local channels. So I have a feeling that's going to start start changing. And I mean, Zimbabwe is very lucky that our, our population over the years is very creative. I mean, you think of the likes of Oliver Mtukudzi, Gemma Griffiths, uh, Coldplay's Chris Martin actually has roots in Zimbabwe. Um, and there's actors like uh, Denaya Gurira, um, shows like Cook Off and Movie Nyera, all sort of Zimbabwe based. And this has come out of a country that's had no real broadcast or production industry to, to really talk of. Yeah, no, I can imagine it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And it's, it, yeah, it's going yeah. to continue to do wonders for the culture and, and creativity in Zimbabwe. Um, yeah, I hope so. I really do. Just to kind of go back to those those roots of, of, of Apple products and things like that. Um, you know, I had the thought recently, obviously, the level of, of production and production quality um, that you can achieve nowadays with, with you know, the latest iPhone and, and um, Final Cut Pro on, on a MacBook or an iMac. Um, and I think that's really helped to obviously inspire a generation of, of uh, individual content creators. Um, how much do you credit this this kind of wave of user-generated content to, to smartphones and Apple itself? Do you think that... That was really the catalyst for it, and it, it started it all. Uh, yes, yes, to an extent. I mean, Apple Apple pioneered the breakthrough um, for the layman into what was sort of previously a restric- restricted industry, um, and they've pushed their, their content creation. I mean, that was from when they first started. 
and the, the barrier to entry until the introduction of sort of smartphones and uh, basic editing editing uh, software was was the high price of of equipment um and what apple have sort of pioneered as i said is that they've brought those sort of prices down now when everybody has a phone these days if you've got a phone well you can become a creator so we we talk about apple and you know although they pioneered it and they have a focus on on content creation they're not the only players in the game anymore i mean many manufacturers have exploded into that space and it's it's sort of i don't know if it's triggered a social media revolution but it's also the social media revolution has uh, has played into those hands i mean everybody's on tiktok now everybody's putting these little uh, youtube videos up youtube channels facebook all of it is sort of played into into your your creatives i mean the the, the options are endless yeah I, I just love the accessibility and, and programs like adobe and, and creative cloud um in just bringing software that you once thought the kind of realms of uh, editors in, in editing suites you know for ma- major hollywood films and you can actually just run Correct. that on, on you know not even that on much iPad. specialist hardware yeah it's, tablets it's, yeah exactly it's just crazy to think sometimes and i, I love it just the excess uh, you know the accessibility of exactly it all yeah. in, in terms of covid19 and I, I hate to bring it back to this um you know has that had an impact on, on the work that you guys have been doing? Um, and how have you kind of worked around this? So, look, it's affected everybody worldwide. Um, here in Zimbabwe, we've been very lucky that it hasn't been as bad. Um, there's definitely an impact locally, um, but we are not seeing the same sort of numbers that we're seeing internationally and even regionally. So from that side of things, we are very, very lucky. Um but from from the sort of broadcast industry and, and that sort of thing in general, where we've really been affected is on supply chains. Um, and look, that's something that's been affected worldwide, but it sort of takes longer to, to trickle down to us. Um, so we're still struggling with, with certain products and getting certain things, um, getting certain things to our customers. Um, but I mean, the other thing that we've noticed is projects that were ready to go suddenly sort of offset by months years even um because of the impact um but at the same time it's it's created a higher demand for i mean your entry-level streaming equipment as again we're going to to your content creators your streamers your social media influencers suddenly there's been an absolute boom in 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 that sort of uh, level of of the industry so i mean in, in a nutshell it's changed the environment but it, it certainly hasn't broken it yes 100 percent. um and in terms of of going forwards now from covid19 uh, what does the future hold for solution center what what can you see in the future well <laughs> for us it's very difficult to look too far into the future i mean we've got such fluid um, economic conditions and political conditions here that to plan too far into the future is, can almost be detrimental. Um, obviously, we have to look into the future and have some sort of a plan as to what we want to do. Um, but we're we certainly looking to be around for, for a very, very long time. We want to be here for our customers. Um, I mean, we've been here for a long time. We've been, we've been through the good times. We've been through the bad. So we sort of feel that if we can carry on with that, um, we can sort of really create a name for ourselves in the 
in, in this space. I mean, we've come through many, many challenges over the years, many depressions, many ups, many downs. Um, and I mean, you could almost say that work experience from anybody in Zimbabwe is worth three times that in, in the other <laughs> environment. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost about uh, sort of climatizing to find, find the correct solutions and, and fix the problems as they present themselves. Yeah. Um, so we've sort of been conditioned to be able to roll with the punches. Yeah, and I've got every hope for you guys, especially in, within broadcasting as well. And I, I can't wait to see yeah. what you guys get up to in that space. Um, yeah, we, we're very excited ourselves. Because eh? it is such an exciting time in, in Zimbabwe itself as well, isn't it? Um, for yeah, broadcasting no, it and, and broadcasters. Um, yeah, it really is. And I'd, I'd be really interested to get your perspective on this, Daniel, being you know, a relative newcomer to, to broadcasting and, and that kind of industry. Um, Definitely, you know, yeah. from that, from outside in, uh, you know, if you could sum it up in one word, what would you envision for the future of the broadcasting industry? And there's no wrong answer to this. It's you know. <laughs> well, it's it's very difficult to describe the industry in one word. I mean, yeah. in a phrase, I'd say it's a bit like a roller coaster ride, a lot yes. of ups and downs. Yeah, um, but then, if I was to give you a word, and we've we've used the word a few times already, I'd say it's exciting. Yeah. Um, that that would be the best way to to describe it i think that that's yeah literally all you need to say i think it's it's you know one day to the next it's it's never the same is it um exactly and and change yeah. itself is really exciting if you're someone who you know more embraces change rather than, than being apprehensive of it and scared of it i think this this could well be the industry for you and, and technology in general really isn't it yeah um, no exactly you know what's around the corner well yeah 100 percent technology is constantly changing and the things that you can do with with less is sort of it's, it's picking up i mean it's almost getting scary now isn't it it is yeah <laughs> yeah it is so so just to finish on then daniel um and thank you for obviously taking the time out today um are there any exciting plans in the pipeline for solution center that you can talk to us about today yeah well i, I can say that we were working with a couple of the new tv stations um we're actually hoping that with these tv stations we can deploy a playbox solution for them um yes, yeah. and hopefully it shouldn't be in the, the, the distant future i mean the, the 18 months is sort of ticking down now so we're getting to yeah. that stage where we can start saying, right, guys, what can we put in for you? Um, on a more sort of closer to home for Solution Center itself, we're actually building a small demo studio at at our offices here. So it's, that'll be used to showcase products, solutions, um, just to, so that if someone comes and says, okay, well, this is what we're looking at, we can actually give them something tangible to look at and to, to feel and get an idea of. Um, and yeah, again, we've had to be a bit creative with it, and we've sort of created the studio in a in a shipping container. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, I don't so, know what it is yeah. about about uh, retail locations within shipping containers, but I'm almost drawn to them <laughs> for, some, for some odd reason. It's almost like I look at that and think that that's a brilliant idea. That's a great concept. Yeah. So so we've created um, our training room and and demo studios out of out of the shipping containers. So brilliant. That's, that's quite cool. And then. Sort of as a follow-on to the the demo studio, we're going to create a, a YouTube channel. Um, yes, yeah. So that'll be coming. We're busy creating content and building that up to create that YouTube channel that um, people can sort of visit and have a look at. And how can people get in touch with you directly or, or Solution Center if they want to chat? Yeah, they can they can contact me at Solution Center, no problem. But I mean, we're on all on on social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook. Um, contactable on WhatsApp, email, phone phone numbers. All of that can be found on our on our website, uh, solutioncenter.co.zw. 
Um, and then, yeah, as I mentioned, the YouTube channel coming soon. Brilliant. Yep. So we'll link to your website in the description for the podcast as well, Daniel. So um, Fantastic. anyone on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, head to the description. You can find the website there. Um, so, Daniel, I think that's everything I had for you today. Um, thank you again for, for coming on and answering the questions today. We really do appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Brilliant. Thank you very much, then, Daniel. Cool. Thanks, Daniel.